Welcome to the Star Wars Skinny, where we give you the skinny on all things Star Wars right after we get skinny. This is a real episode, Kenny. I didn't get skinny before this because I forgot that I had to do that. Uh, I've been making excuses for far too long. I should have gotten skinny before this. I did go on a walk yesterday. Okay, so you got skinny for the both of us. Yes. That's great. All right. Uh, the walk is roughly at least half a mile, if not a mile. So, yeah. Well, I, I have no sense of uh, distance. So Oh, I, I've, I've measured it before. How long did it take you to, to walk it? Uh, it's just in town, probably about half an hour. Okay. But I, I'm half an hour, 45 minutes. I was just walking. Okay. It was cold. Well, that's a good walk then. That's how I measure time is how long you were walking. Yeah, that, that's a good walk. That's about what the walk to like my comic book stores. That's like the only walk I go on. <laughs> nice. But no. <laughs> Today we're uh, we're doing something that we've been talking about doing. I think since the beginning, since the beginning of time, uh, yes. the last Jedi. Uh, so I, Kenny, I did do what I what I told you I was going to do in my last episode. It was like a little soft reset. <laughs> I had an episode all about just what is Star Wars. It was. I'm going to listen to that tonight. Yeah, it was. It was probably a little condescending. Not condescending, but like you, you're not going to get a lot of value out of it as a big Star Wars fan. I don't know. Was I this just to mess with the people at your work that found yeah. the podcast? Yeah, because I think some of them have found it, and I think some of them have listened to random episodes. But, you know, if I decide to, like, tell more people about it, they're probably going to start with recent episodes. So the if one they start with that one, oh, my God. <laughs> I, well, I just want them to have, like, a safe jumping on point. Because if I start talking about, like, Rebels and, uh, like, oh, Andor and all this stuff, like, maybe they, yeah, like... It's it's confusing. I didn't like lay out a whole timeline or anything, but like, yeah, I don't know. Give a general rundown of kind of like the, the situation. Yeah, this is why we have 800 Star Wars things right now when we didn't 10, 20 years ago. So yeah, it was kind of fun to do. Yeah. But uh, now, I guess that was my last episode. This episode, as episode two of season two, I, I just call, I called it like a whole new season of my. <laughs> I don't, uh, episode two of season two, we're talking about the eighth Star Wars movie or the eighth. Uh, saga movie uh star wars the last jedi it is kenny and mine like we were just talking before but we think our favorite for each yeah yeah Uh, and it just came out in 2017 yep this is the five-year anniversary down to the day down to the day well recording it hopefully i can get it to oh yeah it's probably gonna be like a day or two after the by the time this is up but we'll get it up tomorrow i've got a couple things i gotta i gotta post tomorrow i gotta post this and uh, I got to post my fan fiction. Oh. <laughs> so I, I just said how this is. Is this the one you told second. me about a few weeks ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so this is the, the episode that I'm saying, oh, yeah, maybe some work people will listen to it. So I'm immediately jumping in with, I wrote some fan fiction. Because <laughs> um, I, I, told, I told people I would, I would promote the fan fiction when I, when I finished it. So here I am. This is uh, about, um, uh, what's the kid? Yariel Poof? Is that Yariel it? Yariel Poof. Uh, so look for that at the same time this episode drops there's probably going to be uh, a link on my twitter to a fan fiction about the jedi in the back of the prequel movies that looks like a q-tip and he kind of <laughs> just waves his head back and forth yeah i i just reflected like all of my personality traits onto him and i just made myself in star wars so um so you you did you made a self-insert character yeah out of an actual canon Poof. character i i overwrote everything about yario poof and just said he's mine now fair enough and I don't think anyone will care. It's Yariel Poof. No. And um <laughs> I will say that this is this is uh this is we haven't posted the episode we filmed. Yes. I'm going to post last that week or the week before. 
That one's going up on Christmas. That being Christmas said, day. that being said, this was significantly better than oh. that. Yes, I really enjoyed what we watched today. Uh, oh yes, I, watched I took it. some notes too. I was uh, really enjoying myself during this one. I was. Did, did you uh, did you watch? It? Did you get done watching it today? You did watch I, it again. I watched it one time today. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't. I watched today. it one time today as well because it's a national holiday. The day that the Last Jedi came out. Yes, uh, we're not going to talk about how I finished it uh, fifteen minutes ago or anything. No, it's fresh. It's fresh. Such a good movie. All right, where do you want to start? We don't need to like do the whole chronological thing. No, like, do we want to? Assuming people will click on this if they have seen the movie. Um, we got to jump right into the big guns, I think. Jump right in, just like the movie jumps right in, because there's no time jump or anything. There's just no time jump, jump, jump right there. Go yeah. ahead. We get a nice space battle. We get a we get a we get a Star Warsy version of a your mom your mom joke. Oh man. I love how it just starts with the Star War. Like it's like here's a Star Wars movie. We're just gonna have a Star War right off the bat. Yeah, and I love they're clapping. Like, oh, yeah, one thing I love that Ryan Johnson does with this movie is he hits you with the familiar. Mm-hmm. He takes you down. This is not my analogy. This is an analogy I saw on TikTok. He's taking you down this nice neighborhood, the one you grew up in. You recognize it, right? It's familiar. Mm-hmm. It's fun. And then yep. at the last second. He veers off to the right, slams on the gas, and doesn't stop until you're in the middle of fucking... <laughs> you're just off and off. Yeah, like, the movie starts out like, oh, yeah, we're hitting all our favorite Star Wars things, and as we move on, it's like, oh, this is different than what Star Wars usually does. This is different. This is different. And, it's, and I love where it goes, but it's... Oh, like, I yeah, love it so much. So and different. Ryan Johnson, I would have to say, understands the Force and its concepts as well. At least as close as you can possibly get. To George Lucas without having ever directly worked under him. Yeah, like he introduced he some, some so fun, much. like force powers that didn't, to me, they didn't feel like out of left field or anything. Like they actually. Yeah, I'm assuming like you're referencing the big old. Uh, well, there's a lot. Old, there was. There was, there was the, a, the connection between Ray and. The, the old dyad thing. It wasn't called the dyad yet, but force time, whatever you call and, it. Yeah, what I like though is that they, they do say that Snoke was the one that facilitated that. But then. The connection is still there even after he's dead. He didn't facilitate I, the connection. He just awakened it. He awakened the force. Exactly. You get it. You get it. You got Leia kind of surviving. I think Leia surviving in space is not necessarily like a force ability, but obviously pulling herself yes, back she's, in is a force ability or a display of the force. So like everything that happened, like, it was it was it. silly. It was silly to see Leia kind of floating through space. The, the, the way it was filmed was a little odd. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, and it, and it coming so fast after the actress's passing in in the real it world, just, it was like, oh, this is our send off. Oh yeah, I watched the credits all the way through to the uh, to the little memorial, and then it starts playing the slow the slowed oh, down wow. version of her theme. That's awesome. I didn't know they it's, did that. You didn't, oh yeah, you didn't go. All the, you didn't sit through the credits. No, I, I watched it on Disney Plus. I wasn't. I'm, talk, I'm talking uh, in theaters. Oh, in theaters, I bet I did. You got it for the tunes. Yeah, I, that's. I love the whole end of a Star Wars in a theater way more than I love the end of a Marvel movie in the theater because like everyone's just sitting there. If the people the end of the Star Wars movie, people are leaving and you're just vibing to the music. The end yeah. of a Marvel movie, you're sitting there like, what's gonna happen? What's coming? I, I heard that this might be the end credit scene. Oh, what if it's this? This is the next movie. You it's know, like all that. Uh, no, I'm my my extent of that is I I I look up to see how many credit scenes there are so I can leave them in and it's over. 
in all respect to the people that make the movies, of course. In both, oh, yeah, of both course. a Star Wars I, I, movie and a Marvel movie. We, we love to see I love movies. sitting there. I enjoy. I do enjoy sitting through the credits, not just because I get to... Yeah. It's just respectful to the people that made it to be able to, like, you know, do look at that. But also, traffic clears out a hell of a lot quicker when you're just sitting in the chair and not waiting in your car. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I'll, Yeah, I mean, I, I honestly, if it was silent and there was no music and we weren't waiting for an end credit scene, uh, I'm sorry, people who made the movie, but I'm going to get out of there. But I love that movies kind of, like, give you something. They give yeah, you, like, a soundtrack. Give you a scene and uh, just keep it there. I will say... One of my one of the things I never noticed it before, and it's not necessarily I don't want to say it's a complaint. It's a it's a slight nitpick because it's not a bad thing. I just think it's a little bit overdone. And that is the amount of times they use the force theme in this. Oh, it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. I don't mind it's, it. It's a great it's a lot theme. of like callbacks to a lot of themes. Like when you just it's yeah, oh, it, yeah. it was just that one, yeah, that one kind of jumped out a couple times. That one just you hear it a lot. I don't get me wrong. I love the Force theme. It's yeah. a beautiful theme. And I love that when we see Luke's death at the end. Yeah, it made sense. Not only is it not only is it the Force theme, it's the specific variation of the Force theme that played when he looked out at the suns on Tatooine. Binary sunset, yep. It's the binary sunset variation. And it's it's so good. Yeah, I love the, the musical nods. Like you, you, I know your favorite that I'm sure you'll want to talk about, but the TIE Fighter Attack. Oh, God, TIE Fighter Attack. You got I love uh, Battle Fighter of the Heroes plays a little bit at the beginning. Battle of the Heroes play? I didn't hear it. It's when uh, Paige, hits, Paige uh, Rose's sister, hits the button to drop all the bombs. You get like a really slowed down Battle of the Heroes. It's awesome. You know, um, also, what is it? There is um, something, there's Orbesh written on the, ba- the bombs. I can't remember what it said. I read this before. Oh, yeah. The bomb says, uh, this Han says hi. Han says hi. <laughs> that was good. Someone said, someone on here said, I would have written Han bombed first. <laughs> <laughs> I, honestly, either way, I do like that little nod. I, I don't, I don't know how I feel. About BB-8 being the one to say, I have a bad feeling about this. I mean, we it's don't a, know. It's a nice little subversion. <laughs> I mean, I, do we know that he said it? Yeah, it's been confirmed. That's what he says. It's when okay. um, it's when he, it's when they're going to fight the the dreadnought, and uh, and it's when they're going to confront when he's yeah. flying up alone. He's going to confront them, and uh, BB-8 beeps and posts says, "Happy beeps, buddy. Happy beeps." Does it sound like it though? No. I bet they just said that. That's what he said. <laughs> like, yeah, well, I mean, it's in the. It's, it was on the. Uh, if someone posted, I saw it when yeah. it was in with theaters still, where they have like uh, the ver- people, the uh, the showings that have like subtitles and whatnot for people yeah. that are hard of hearing. It's been in it since the beginning. It was in the subtitles. Oh, and he says I have a bad feeling about this. Yeah, I love that. I'd love it, but I'm also like, mm. you wanted to. A- Someone to actually say it out loud. I don't. I don't. It's. I don't no, mind. It so, nowadays, when they do it, it feels so fan servicey. But you, um, did, you know, I forgot that it's in Return of the Jedi twice. I don't. I don't remember the two. Well, you've uh, seen three Leo says it once at the beginning when they're going to Jabba's palace. Yep. And I want to say it was Han said it on the on the, in the forest. Yeah. Okay. I think it was Han. It said twice. I noticed that. I oh well, yeah, I finally watched Return of the Jedi. By the way. Oh, if we're going from the Return of the Jedi to the Last Jedi, what better connector than Yoda? Hmm. A weight puncher weapon. I mean, you know harm. Yeah, yeah. That that seems so good. Like Luke, I and mean, it's, what, it's what the puppet. Doing? But he's like oh, Yoda okay. is a little. Sh- Yoda just he's a little troll, and I love him. 
I can't be what she needs me to be, is what Luke says. And then Yoda goes on the whole like, hmm, like pass down your failures, you must, and all that stuff. He like, says, um, what does he say? I I'm gonna see if I can remember the line. I just watched the movie, goddamn. Um, um, he says, he says, uh, eat my words, you did not pass on what you have learned. Yeah. And he says all this other thing. Then he says, failure, yes, failure, most of all. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the. The greatest teacher failure is like there's there's so many good messages in the movie like I, I I tweeted this and it is kind of a hot take but I think the scene at the end where Rose saves Finn is like it's like my favorite part of the movie and that's like a part that a lot of people like hate on but it's I like, don't I don't mind that part I the kiss is completely unnecessary the yeah I didn't need the kiss especially if they're the not going to do anything with it in the next one like that was well that that that's a whole other ball that's a whole other can of worms I don't feel uh, like that. yeah we we could do a, I I'll, I'll write some fan fiction to write Rose into the Rise of Skywalker but uh, I don't well, the re, Rose is in it more but they did a lot of her scenes with Leia and then yeah. the footage didn't work out as well because it was all archival footage but like at that point do something else. Yeah, it was weird that she wasn't along for the ride in that one. Just don't, it was like it was yeah. the whole gang finally together, and oh, but Rose isn't here. Like that's dumb. I don't know. Last Jedi. Last Jedi is so good. No, I like I like when she saves Finn at the end. Like Finn is going to sacrifice himself. Maybe he can take down that cannon. But maybe like, it works. Maybe it doesn't. But like that's not the point. Like she just made a friend. She, she lost her sister earlier that day or the day before. She's not going to let Finn just sacrifice himself like that. No, and she's not. Yeah, and obviously, like, everyone still survived anyway, but, like, I don't know if it would have meant more if, like, some people, like, Poe or Leia or somebody actually died, like, in that siege, but I don't know. It, it, It's prioritizing for her, her friendships, and I think that's pretty cool. Yes. I, Rose is a great character. I will say, looking back on it, the Canto Bites, the Canto Bites stuff, I, I get it's more of a character moment for them. Yeah. I don't think. But I do can, I can understand where people come from when they say it feels almost unnecessary. Yeah, it's definitely um, my least favorite part of the movie. There's stuff I like about it. Like I love the the music that plays. Like when they're I love the music. I love the message they're cr- so passing across. Yeah, like you have the two messages. You've got like the the rich kind of on this planet and treating animals poorly and profiting off a of war. And then you've got like the DJ stuff where he's like, "Oh, you don't pick a side. <laughs> don't don't join. Live free." Like. Kind of yeah. talking about like what it means another like, thing there political in Star Wars. Another thing there. Why cast Benicio del Toro and then waste him on a role like that? I enjoyed the character, but I, I was hoping he'd come back for the next one because it is Benicio del Toro. I'm like, oh yeah, like let's get let's see what he'll do in the next one. No, he's just it's just kind of shocking that they would cast an actor like that. Yeah. Yeah, is he just like a friend of Ryan Johnson or something? Is that one of those situations? I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, I don't know. Do you think he'll ever do anything again in Star Wars? He could. Like, do you think he'll ever play DJ again? Maybe he could. I don't know why. Do you think think we're going to see Broom Boy again? Oh, I loved all of those scenes. I don't know what it is. It's just the message of the movie is like, oh, the rebellion, there's still hope. Like, we have ignited the spark. Luke Skywalker, by stepping out, ignited the spark. And look, they're all, like, going to fight the rebellion or fight the Empire when they're older. Or first or whatever the crap it is. (laughs) Like, he's taking the broom. The rebellion is reborn. Mm -hmm. It's it's inspiring. And that's a perfect scene to end on. It's like everyone else, like, hey, you can also fight evil in your lives. Like, I don't know. I thought it was really cute. 
through line through the Canto Bite to the end of the movie? Yes. When do you actually think we'll see Brimboy again? Maybe in the. I think it'll right? be hilarious if he's like a main character in whatever what? the next trilogy is. <laughs> well, Ryan, supposedly Ryan Johnson's trilogy is still happening. That would be funny if it's just Broom, Broom Boy the trilogy and it's the adventures of Broom Boy. Mm. It's the adventures of Broom Boy and Company. I thought you said like Broom Boy and Lava Girl. God, oh no, <laughs> no, no, no! Why must you remind me of that movie? Oh man, I still never saw the We Can Be Heroes, the the like sequel. The, the, I'm not, I don't intend to. Uh, Pedro Pascal's in it, so I feel like it, I have to. I, don't know. I can't imagine he's in it long. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I love I love Pedro Pascal. Luke's whole training mon- the whole training with Ray. I, I really do enjoy those tr- those scenes as well. Yeah, is that what you mean by like Ryan Johnson understanding the Force and all that? Yes, it was, it's like a Force heavy movie. When she's sitting up on the rock and he's saying, "Not, not when he makes the joke and slaps her in the hand when she's being, <laughs> when he's being a smartass." Mm-hmm. No, but when he actually stops and talks to her, she reaches out, she feels. He says, "He's explaining to her why the Force isn't a power that the Jedi can just abuse and use for their own needs." Yeah, it's it's part of life. It's not the Jedi. It's there. It's, it's always there. Is. Hubris, sir. Whatever he says. Uh, he says, um, "To think that the light side dies with the end with the Jedi is vanity. Don't yeah. you see that?" It's good to believe that the light dies with the Jedi is vanity. Yeah. That's what he says. You know, but also I, I do have to bring up Yoda again, just because Yoda Yoda being a little shit is always so much fun. <laughs> I love his little feet when he's sitting on the logs. <laughs> when he said he he lit the he lights the tree on fire, and then just starts cackling. <laughs> And it's the puppet too. It's the yeah. puppet. Yeah, it's dude. no bullshit CGI. It's the puppet. And then he smacks Luke in the head with his fucking cane. I, I love the puppet, but wouldn't it have been great if CGI Yoda just started doing flips and like whipping on the <laughs> table and stuff? He just cuts the tree in half with. <laughs> yeah. He just uses the force, pulls Luke's lightsaber out of the hut and cuts yeah. the tree in half. Yeah. He's just running around. You just hear all those screams that he makes during the Count Dooku fight, and oh, like, no. watching Yoda like rip apart that tree with a lightsaber. He'd be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> Imagine Luke's reaction to seeing Yoda do that. <laughs> what else happens? Uh, we got you got Chewie and the Porgs. What, what What are your thoughts on Porgs? I, I I think I love them. I love Porgs. I think all of the like small things about this movie like are so iconic. Like you got the Porgs, you got like the. the I, I love horses. the little yeah. I love the little uh, little side thing going on with uh, Chewbacca slowly befriending the Porgs instead of yeah. eating them. Yeah, wait, when he's got one all cooked on a spite. And, the, and then, the, then they start just that. begging him to not eat them. Like, please. I, I learned a, a fun fact about chickens the other day. Did you know that chickens will eat cooked chicken? What? Yeah, they're cannibals. Do you think wow. a porg would eat a cooked cor- corg? <laughs> Don't eat a corgi. A porg. <laughs> 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 Do you think... A porg would eat a cooked pork. Do you think that one was sad because Chewie wasn't sharing or because it was his friend? I think it's because it was his friend. Okay. <laughs> I think that's the implication there. Okay. Well, you I'll, know, I'll, I'll, I'll I love to know any more chicken facts that I find out. Yes. Also, I, I love that it's R2 being a little shit that convinces Luke to get back into the training. Yeah. That was so good, especially right after, like, you just had the Leia in space scene, and then it's like, oh, and then here's Leia's first, it's the, first it's appearance. It's the same it's, thing that brings him back. Yeah, it's 
it was it was such a good tribute to Leia. Like this was a really good Leia movie. In, in it really opinion. was. I would dare I say them, one dare I say Carrie Fisher's best performance. It's definitely Mark Hamill's best ooh, performance in the franchise. That's interesting. Yeah, probably. I mean, because he was would so you, young. Would you, would you say would you say the same for Carrie Fisher, or would you? I think so. Yeah, like I I feel like they were all so young in the original trilogy. There are moments where it's like, oh, that's a little goofy. Like, but no, she's she's killing yeah, it. Yeah, but it's I, I do think when she, like when Leia falls off the speeder in Return of the Jedi. Yeah, yeah, it's and she's kind of acting warm. off of a teddy bear. Like, yeah, she, she had a maybe easier acting. Uh, Isn't the one that she's right acting there. with in that scene? Isn't it Warwick Davis? Yeah, yeah, Wicked. I thought so. Yes, Warwick. that's Wicked, right? Yeah, yeah, Wicked the Ewok. Yeah, and Sorry, Mark, Mark, Mark Hamill though, I, yeah, I think he's doing great, but it's like. I, I see him as a completely different person than the, the person we saw like in the original trilogy. I'm like, oh, this is the guy that plays the Joker, and he appears in all these superheroes. <laughs> like that's it. Just doesn't look like he he's but, aged a lot. Like it, it, I, it, I see it as two different people. I don't get. And it. then you see it, but once he starts coming back around, you start to see that young. You start to see that spark in his eye, that young Hamill, that Luke coming yeah. through. You know, especially the like the force projection. Oh, especially with the force projection. And the thing that I love about the force projection is that the first time you watch them, it only works the first time you watch it. Mm -hmm. You are so caught up in what's going on, you don't realize that he's wielding the lightsaber that was just destroyed. Yeah, nope. Nobody had any idea that was going to happen. I bet you don't realize it. I don't. I didn't realize it the first time I watched it. Uh, yeah, why do they keep showing us his feet? This is weird. But like, I never thought like, oh, he's not making, not moving those salts at all. Like, no, it's like Luke Skywalker. He's got a lightsaber. I'm like, jumping on. It's Luke Skywalker got a lightsaber, and he's about to fight his nephew. Let's watch yeah. this. Yeah, that and the, you, we just had that awesome scene of of like the Falcon flying in. Like, oh, yeah, I love it. That that third act, third acts of any Star Wars movie are phenomenal. But like, yeah, this one's this one's special. And then the you get just the whole crate is, is just such a beautiful beautiful planet yeah i really noticed like the wide shot this time like right yeah. before they zoomed in like it's like oh, oh yeah. man, this is i also really like the opening shot of this movie how it pans from the uh from the crawl it pans down then it just zooms through the re- the the, re- mm-hmm. the resistance fleet into the down to the planet yeah i want to see that in 3d i did see the movie in 3d oh. i saw the last jedi in 3d because awesome. i was gonna see it with my uh me Couple friends, and then my mother, who's also a huge Star Wars fan, is going to go with us mm-hmm. because I wasn't able to drive at the time. That was the main reason. That, and she wanted to see it anyway. So whatever, fine, cool, come along. I take my mom to Star Wars movies. Oh, I was she going doesn't to like Star Wars, right? but I'll I mean, take her. Yeah, she loves Star Wars. She wanted to go, so I was like, hell yeah. Then something came up. She wasn't able to go, so I had another friend come with us instead, so that I got to see it again in theaters, and I got to see it in 3D that time. Nice. I can't believe what they did to Kino Loy in this movie. I know. After all that character development in Andor, they just chopped him in half. Wow, I know. It's so sad. <laughs> Snoke, Snoke is like... I, I love Snoke so much. He just says the, the weirdest... Like, they're, they're cool things that he's saying. Like, a rabbit cat. He just, I, I love I love. Everything. I don't. I, I was a little thrown off when he said spunk. <laughs> yeah, such spunk. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you need a goofy giant alien in every Star Wars movie. You do. Wars, yeah. I, I did not expect the first. I I always I don't forget, but like you never. It always comes out of nowhere when he kills when he kills Snoke. 
It's so good, the whole, like, oh, he's turning his lightsaber to strike you. (laughs) And then he just cuts him in half. I love, like, after he's dead, like, Hux is walked in the room, and all of a sudden, his body twitches, and his... <laughs> and his top hat <laughs> like, falls down. Like, what is going on? And then, and then, uh, and then good old, uh, and good old Kylo has to lie and say that Ray did it. The girl. It was the girl. She killed Snoke. <laughs> she murdered Snoke and then stole his pod. Long live the Supreme Leader. You know, I do, I do like, I do enjoy watching, uh, Snoke throw... Throw uh, Hux around like a rag doll, or Kylo? Yeah, yeah. No, Hux at the beginning. No, yeah, Kylo throwing Hux. You, you said um. No, no, no. no. At the very beginning of the movie, Hux, yeah. Hux throws him around like a rag doll. All right, that's that's fair. That's just what the Supreme Leader does. That's like the number one thing on their job description is. And then Hux around you know, like a rag doll. I don't know how anybody can watch the throne room fight scene. And say that Ray is a master swordsman that never fails ever. Yeah, that that was. She struggles against one person, while Ben is over there fighting three at once. I didn't really notice she only fought one. That's no, right. she fought more than one, but the last one she fought, she struggled with. Oh, I guess yeah. I like how how they. And then to, like, you can just see other. she's not. She's throwing the lightsaber around wildly. It's not. There's no grace to it. There's nothing to it. It's just swinging. I didn't. I I never really fell into that camp of like, oh, I, I hate how they all swing this. The, the lightsaber like a baseball bat. Like, okay, they have an training, whatever. No, I get that. I get. No, I'm not like against it. I'm just yeah. saying I don't know how people can see that and say, oh, she's perfect. Like what? Oh yeah. I mean, the I enjoyed the scene. I I don't. Yeah, I didn't really get. Caught oh, I love that fight scene. I love it. Yeah. And it, it I, is, I love. Ugh. I love when she throws him the lightsaber and he just turns it on and immediately off. <laughs> uh, drops the guy. Yeah, he kills the guy and then they immediately just walk to each other. Come yeah. With <laughs> Come with me. <laughs> Let the past die. Kill it if you have to. Oh, yeah. By the way, your parents don't give a shit about you. <laughs> They're filthy junk traders. Yeah. That's the best line in the movie right there. The filthy <laughs> junk traders. <laughs> Dead in the pauper's grave. You, you can say... Anybody can have whatever opinion they want about these movies. It's perfectly fine. You're you're justified. Whatever opinion you have is completely justified, right? You know, like no, a <laughs> That being said, you cannot say that the acting in those movies is terrible. You just can't. No, no, I feel like they're some of the best acting in any of them. Yeah, I mean. I love the I I grew up on the prequels. I love the prequels. Fuck the acting in the prequels is definitely something. Yeah, the the story and the the it's the script. It's the script. Yeah. It's we don't let you can let George Lucas write a story, but don't let him write a screenplay. <laughs> don't let him be the one to write the screenplay with the script and all that. Don't let him write the script. Well, he can write the story. Right he can come up help write the screenplay. Don't no no script. No dialogue for Mr. Lucas. Did he make anything after Star He only made Star Wars after a certain point, right? Like, he never... There was never anything after Star Wars. Uh, he made Kingdom of the Crystal... He helped make Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Oh, okay. That was, like, 2000. What, what other movies did he direct after he... I'm trying to see what he did after. I'm going to look now. He served as an executive producer on the film Red Tales, hmm. which is a war movie. 
He, he also did directing of the reshoots on that project. Okay, so I call him a director there, though. Yeah. He was a a writer on Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. That that explains a lot. <laughs> was it his was it his idea to uh have him survive a nuclear blast in a fridge? <laughs> I don't care. It looks fun. By the way, I finally watched the indie trailer. I watched all the trailers, I think. Did did you watch all of them? I watched uh Indiana Jones, Guardians, Transformers, and Jedi Survivor. Which one was your favorite? Of those four? Yes. Mm. They're all good. Honestly, probably the Transformers one. Yeah, I, I I'm not caught up in it. Like I never even saw Bumblebee, but like just a giant like gorilla that is a robot. Like I'm here for it. Like sign me up right now. Right, I know it's so good. Is he supposed to be the villain of it, or are we teaming up with the beasts? Do you have any idea what goes on in that universe? Because I have no idea. I have no clue. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that'll be fun. <laughs> the last movie he wrote or helped write, was a movie called Strange Magic in 2015. His last time directing was he was uncredited as directing reshoots of the movie Red Tails. But he only ever directed six movies in his lifetime all the way through. Uh, THX 1138. Oh, yeah. I know the stuff that he did like before Star Wars. Is American funny. Graffiti. Then he did uh, the first Star Wars and then the prequels. So the only ones he ever directed. Yep. No. And yet he goes down his history as like one of the like most prolific directors ever, and he's only he done did a that. bunch of he did a bunch of like uh, short films. He did a bunch of short films, but all of it's all that whole movie though. I was writing like my own inspirational quotes. Like this is, I was in a different headspace watching this movie. This is some wild stuff. It's it's such a it's such a fun movie. I noticed this time DJ has this sleeve of like code cylinders yes like, when he plugs in so like does he have like all these programs that he's coded like on how to hack all different things and he just carries them everywhere and plugs them in manually like i i'd like, imagine so and he does it without even looking he's like oh yeah i'll need that one and it's like they're all identical <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> i've never noticed that before i mean i've seen um, this movie probably like six or seven times yeah the mutiny the mutiny was definitely a choice yeah i'm I mean, I really well, like Poe learning a lesson. And I like him learning a lesson, and I it was, understand. It's not a very, like, straightforward lesson. No. <laughs> but I, I, when you look at it in the context of the situation, I understand to an extent why Holdo doesn't tell him. Like, the last thing that Leia did was demote this guy. What does she owe him? <laughs> yeah. I, I do think there is some fault at Holdo, though. Like, she does, like everyone's so anxious, even, like, Connix. Played by Billy Lord, like is there? Like, she's kind of in on the mutiny too, because like, like she's not saying anything to these people. At like, least tell them you have a plan, which at is exactly minimum. what Poe says, right? Like, tell us that you have a plan. Like, you don't I have totally to tell us the plan; them. just tell us there is something. Yeah. So I was totally with Poe when he said that. Like, just tell us that you have one, because like you, you can't have your people all anxious. Make they're going to make stupid decisions now because they're not comforted. Comforted, but. You know, yeah, question, but do you the think... idea was solid, though, because you don't yeah. want to let it spill. Yes. That's what you're doing, because that's exactly what got them killed, is DJ overheard the plan because she said it. Exactly. Yep. Especially after like, she found out about that. Yeah. What, what are your thoughts on, I guess, she's in charge because Leia is in a coma and Admiral Akbar is dead. What did you think about... Admiral Akbar, first of all, being in this movie, and second of all, I love seeing Admiral. Like a little 
mini funeral. Like I was like, they said Admiral Akbar on TV. Like I heard it in a movie. His name. It was, it was a lot of like a lot I more Admiral hearing, Akbar than uh, I expected to get. It's it's it, it was tough going from seeing Admiral Akbar have such a significant role in Return of the Jedi straight into seeing him die. True. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know that there's a bunch of good war stories like in between with him. Yeah. But, like, it's like, yeah, he died off screen, but like he, we never called him by a name in Return of the Jedi. Like, yes, they did. Know his name yes, they did. yes, they did. They did? You did. Who, who said it? Like Mon Mothra? I don't remember. It was one of the random generals on the cruiser. Hmm. All right. I stand corrected. But it's just like I they people complain like, oh, they killed Admiral Akbar off screen. Like, <laughs> rape my childhood. Like, no, he, he's a minor character. He's been in one movie. They put him in for fun, and he died, and they said his name and gave him the, the significance of saying his name. He did not just get killed off screen. But no, I, I also, I think we see him in the shot when it gets when the bridge gets blasted. Yeah. He died a hero's death. Yeah. You know, imagine, imagine if just for a moment, after they ju- after they jump through light speed and then they realize they're being tracked and then we see the star destroyers come through. Imagine right before they get blasted, he screams, "It's a trap!" <laughs> <laughs> I bet I bet they left that on the cutting room floor. I bet. Do, do you think Do you think he that. screamed it in the background as he was getting sucked out of the ship? <laughs> they had to have recorded it in some way, and that's the way that I would choose to do it. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. But no, Man, I bet he froze really fast. Probably because he's like a fish man. He's probably very moist. <laughs> Why did you have to say the word moist? You know how many people are gonna turn this off right at that word? I bet he froze. Like if something is wet and you throw it in a freezer, it's gonna freeze faster, right? So I yeah. feel like you throw he him was... in a vacuum of space, he's gonna be the first to crystallize. Yeah. He probably shattered into a million pieces. I, I do love that we get to see that Leia did in fact learn the force with Luke. Yeah. In this. The visualization of it was a little wonky, but you got to think she's force pulling. Technically, it wasn't. It wasn't in the commentaries described as what she's doing. She's using like a force pull on the cruiser or the on the capital ship. What I can't. Oh, remember what yeah, called. yeah. But because it's such a big ship, and she didn't finish her training. Yeah, she's not. Like not force it's not going to move. If the engines are pushing it the other direction. It's pull, she's pulling herself towards it essentially. Yeah, and like isn't like the science like in the real world like people can survive in space like if you if if your lungs aren't going to explode like if you fully exhaled you could probably survive for a couple seconds or something so, i don't know i think there's science there uh, don't don't ask me no i don't care about science in my star wars but like if that's if, if that's anyone's hang up with it but yeah, I, I don't know i i'm perfectly fine with leia not dying because i mean it's leia yeah, no, that was a heroic moment for her, and I'm glad she got to be a part of the finale of the finale of the Skywalker saga. Because I mean, even, even if it was just archival footage, she was yeah. still there, and you felt her presence. And they did it yeah. in a way that worked. Yeah. All right, what else we got? You got Evil BB-8. I feel like we talked about him while we were playing Battlefront one time. We did Evil BB-8. BB-9E. Uh, BB-9E. A bigger Star Wars character than Bosk. We realized. Yes. We're like BB-9E. Why is BB-9E in this? And then we realized, oh. That like, oh, that's like an actual antagonist in the movies, where Bosk is just this lizard dude standing on a yeah. balcony. Like. <laughs> that brings me to one of my biggest gripes with this movie, and that Ooh. is Captain Phasma. Yeah. They just... did. Phasma dirty. Yeah, I'm, do I think Phasma gets beat by Finn? Yes, that I think is the correct choice. Yeah. Don't do that in the middle. Don't do that in the middle. Like, 
didn't even stand up. Like she got hit once and then like sits on the ground for like five minutes while the things crumble under. Like, come on, get up. Don't do that in the middle chapter. Yeah, that would have been cool to have her. I mean, it would have been funny if she died again and then came back in the third one. I, I'd almost like that more. But like, she yeah, gets, I, like, like we cut, we do like a quick flashback. She falls through and lands in the transport. <laughs> yeah, but I, I do like you know Finn's. I, it was a little clunky, but I like Finn's like rebel scum. Like he's committed to the rebel cause. He's committed to fighting to that. that. Yeah, like at the beginning of this movie, he was just like, "I gotta find Ray. I gotta, I gotta find Ray. Get Ray just... Make sure she's safe." Like. That was his whole thing in the last one was just he was only doing it because of right. Yeah. And then he gets hurt, wakes up. So I hate when people say that like Finn did not have a role in The Last Jedi, like, oh he was sidelined. Like, no, he learned he like he learned he went on this whole journey where he actually cares about something now. Like he doesn't just care I about can one understand where they come from. Seeing what ends up Finn overall does get shafted. That's just a fact. Yeah, I, I I don't think this is the movie that does that bigger for him. No, I think this movie gave him a good character arc where he became a hero. He went from being a stormtrooper, a soldier of the first order, to a soldier of the rebellion in this movie. Yes. and then you could have done more in the next one because he's a main character and he should have gotten a bigger role in that. Well, but like, I get it. You have a bunch of main characters. I understand that. Yeah, you don't just throw you don't just throw onto the curb though. You don't. Yep. But yeah, that will be our Rise of Skywalker discussion one day. <laughs> one day. But no, I um, everything about this movie is just it's so good. Who's uh, your favorite character in this movie? Now, do you want me to now? I'm gonna say two. Okay. I'm gonna pick a legacy character. Okay, I'll do that too. And I'm gonna pick a new character. Okay. Legacy character. It's got to be Luke. It's yeah. got to be Luke, hands down. Yep. Love everything they do with Luke in this movie. Now, when I say new, are we talking new specifically for this movie or for the trilogy? For the trilogy. Like our new era of characters. Based specifically on the whole trilogy or just this film? Just this movie. Like who? who just had the this movie? Part? Yeah. Ray. Interesting. Ray is a I love Ray. Ray's a great character. What, what would you say Ray's arc was in this movie? Like learning to the whole, like, learning the, that learning that um Realizing that she's already found her family and that she doesn't need that validation. Oh, that's good. That she's like, able to move beyond that and become the hero she needs to be. Okay, I think that's... She makes her okay. mistakes. She fails. She realizes she fails too late. She has... People... Like, yes, this movie subverts a lot of expectations. But if you boil it down, if you really take it down to just the bare bones, a lot of it... Again, not at, not nearly as much as The Force Awakens does with uh, compared to A New Hope. But there's a lot of Empire in this movie. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of Empire and there's a lot of Jedi in this movie. Like Return of the Jedi, not actual Jedi. And the, the theme that you just described, her arc, is like total Star Wars. Like found family. It's not where you're born from. It's who you like. Who you choose to be. Yeah. Who you it's become. Total Star Wars. And then... She fails. She goes. She leaves behind her master. She runs off to go to the guy. Yeah, go and after she's the guy. unable to turn him, and then she has to flee the scene, and it's and it's awkward. And she ends the movie kind of like I feel like she's kind of giving up on that. Like she's closing the door on him, and that's yeah. where we leave him. I I do the one scene that did not need to be cut, and I it it's, it pisses me off so much is Luke Morningham. There's 
I mean, there are two scenes. There's the where's Han when Chewie busts in, and then there's yeah, there's that one that's in the movie. But there's oh, actually you mean like holding the dice? Yeah, yeah, I remember. He's holding the dice, and he's sitting in his little hut with the door closed, and he starts. He just puts his head down, and I think you see a tear or two come out, and it's just him mourning Han's death. Interesting. That yeah, was quite, I think that could be good. I, I, I text, you, yeah, I texted this to you, but uh, this was what I was trying to reference on our last episode. Um, you, oh, it might have been the episode that we haven't even recorded yet, but with watching two Star Wars movies back to back, the funniest combo. I think it's Solo and The Last Jedi because you watch a movie all about Han Solo and then you start The Last Jedi and everyone's like, Han Solo's dead. Who? who? <laughs> and then you don't really. Yeah, so, imagine that your introduction to Star Wars is Solo, and then you immediately jump into Last Jedi. <laughs> yeah, so then then you find out that Han Solo is dead, and you're like, "Oh, who killed him?" And then like, and you're like "Oh, Han Solo must be this big main character. He yeah. must have been the big character in the original." And you find out he's a main yeah. character, but he's not the main character. Yeah, and like how you learn that he died, like because no, you don't even know that he died at the beginning of the movie because uh, Luke just says something like, "Where's Han?" But then uh, later you got a Kylo that just says, "I killed Han Solo." And you're like, oh no, that's our main character. Yeah. Killed him. Then why do I don't understand why people hear Kylo say, "Let the past die, kill it if you have to," and believe that that is the message of this movie? No, you're not supposed to take what the villain says and make that your <laughs> like. No, no, that's what everybody that that's what everybody that doesn't like. That's what a lot. Not everybody. I'm not going to say everybody. There yeah. are valid criticisms that people have in this film, but the people that are like nitpicking and complaining about every little tiny thing that's mm-hmm. stupid to complain about. I don't want to name names. Star Wars theory. That's like, not. There are valid criticisms of this, but the people that are like doing the nitpicking stuff, you know, you know who I'm talking about. Oh yeah, and like it, it did that is one of the things like that they latch onto, and it's like that's not the. That's not that. That's not that one. You don't do that. No, it, it did kind of feel like a theme in that, like, it was a line in the trailer. So everyone went into the movie like, oh, the Jedi need to die. What's that about? And, like, that's Luke's headspace as well at the beginning of the movie. But then Luke goes he, on a He moves beyond that. Yeah. Like, he, like literally, he his, the last Jedi his and... final lines in the movie is, I will not be the last Jedi. Yeah. Yeah, and then it's such a beautiful moment. And she's, like, lifting rocks at the same time. Like it's just And then she even makes a joke about lifting rocks. Yeah. I do, I do, uh, speaking of Luke and Ray, I do, it's funny, I mentioned, I mentioned it in passing for a moment, it's just a really funny scene, when he tells Ray to reach out, she sticks her hand out, and he starts tickling her with the leaf, and then fucking slaps her. Yeah. People, people are complaining about the, the comedy in this movie, I think, uh, with, I think maybe it's the exception, the best well-done comedy in Star Wars. Yeah. With the exception of maybe the Yo Mama joke, I thought the comedy worked really well in this movie. Yes. Really good. Yeah. <laughs> Poe is also just just seeing Poe pilot an X Wing is just a lot of fun. Yeah, I was gonna I I didn't answer my own question, but I think Poe was my favorite coming out of this movie just because of he got this whole arc and then he also had the giant action scene at the beginning of just taking on a dreadnought. Like I know he was wrong for doing it and he <laughs> we lost a lot of lives, but oh it's such a fun scene. I, I really love the scene with uh Paige Tico. Yes. With when when with the bomber and she realizes that she's got to do this. And then yeah. just the directing in this movie, the, just the, the way this movie is filmed. Yeah, beautiful. It's, I don't care what your opinion on the movie. The direct, It's the best directing in any Star Wars movie. Yeah. I will, yes. Until no like doubt. technology comes so far that there's something else that's even more beautiful. Like this is going to be the best, like visual visually, this is, movie. Yep. Visually, this is the best Star Wars movie. Yeah. 
You mentioned uh, Paige at the beginning. I did really like, I, I guess we didn't really get to see them as sisters because Paige dies at the beginning of the movie. But I do love that we have like a traditional brother sister, or not brother sister, like a sibling relationship in Star Wars. It's not like Luke and Leia where they didn't know they were brother and sister all this time. And then, and then like, we don't even realize they're siblings until we see the matching necklaces. Yeah, the, the Hazian smelt. Good conductor. The Hazian smelt. Good conductor. <laughs> Yeah, but well, like, I, I like that we get to see like that side of things, like that that relationship of brother and sister and what it meant to Rose and how that hurt so much. For brother her. and sister. It's good. Bro- brother that? and sister. I I accidentally said brother sister, but then I went to sibling. What, what did I say? Then you said brother and sister again. Oh my god! You know what I mean. <laughs> I'm, really clo- I'm really close with my brother and sister, and I liked the brother and sister. Or I uh, god. The si- you like the sibling dynamic. The sibling in the dynamic represented in Star Wars in like a more traditional way, other than like I got a message every once in a while. Yeah. No, I, I I'm I'm. I got to keep I'm, you on your toes, you know. I'm going through that. Yeah. You go. You go around. You go out of your way to keep me on my toes. Oh yeah. <laughs> when I when I use your your local time yeah. zone. You 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 alternate. Every week. Yeah. What sometimes I'll say central time, sometimes I'll say eastern time. Sometimes, sometimes you'll say some like, random time zone from like halfway across the world. No. Maybe no, figure it out. No, but sometimes I'll say like, Oh, are we recording in an hour forty five? Like I'll just You're like, Are we doing this in one hour or what? <laughs> like I'm like, I don't have the energy to do any translations right now. I'm free in an hour. We'll see you in an hour. Bye. Yeah. But yeah. oh my gosh. But no, there's there is so much to love about this movie. Just, just the visual, everything, everything about this movie is just so good. I wrote this movie is so sexy. I don't know what scene I wrote that down in. <laughs> sexy movie. I mean, it is. <laughs> what else do I got in here? Visually, it is a very, it is a very visually satisfying film. Uh, I'm just going through my notes and just picking the the little one liners here. So, what? Why do you think DJ is just chilling in a cell when he can break out at any time does he just like get himself arrested so he has a bed to sleep in probably how he lives life probably (laughs) yeah that seems accurate uh let's see holdo she's got beef with trigger happy fly boys yeah holdo doesn't like trigger happy no holdo does like trigger happy fly boys she says it at the end oh she says oh i like them or something but like yeah yeah i liked I like. I love when Leia just. I love when Leia bitch slaps Poe. Yes, I love. Did you hear hear that they filmed that like fifty something times? Oh yeah, I think I saw. Wasn't there a compilation of that or something? I think so. I think Ryan Johnson released a compilation of it. That's hilarious. Yeah. No, I really like. Imagine getting slapped by Carrie Fisher fifty times. Slap, slap me, mommy. I wrote a lot about Admiral Ackbar. Jesus. What? What did? What did you write about Admiral? Everything I said, everything I said was like scripted. Apparently, um, ooh, <laughs> I tweeted this out like an hour ago. Uh, but I wrote, "Imagine Star Wars droids as Transformers. Pretend you're a casual fan; they're the best." <laughs> when you, BB-8 is like seeing Bumblebee. Yeah, like I was like at the beginning of the movie. I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna react like a casual fan when I watch this, and then because I was, I, I, I always get in that headspace before a movie. I'm like, I'm gonna try to see this with fresh eyes, and then of course I get sucked into it. But like the first scene of the movie, I see BB-8 and I go like, "Oh man, I love that guy!" <laughs> and then you see an X-wing, you're like, "Ooh, X-wings!" Oh man, I love that guy! Like, yeah, it's just, the droids are so recognizable, like outside of 
Star Wars fans that like that's probably what it's like for someone who isn't in the trenches like us. Like, oh yeah, it's that cool little toy that I've seen a bunch of times. Okay, uh, I think that is all that I have. I don't know what this one means. Star Wars is actors, books are authors. That's some deep stuff right there. <laughs> is that going to be how you are you going to edit it so that's what opens the episode? No, <laughs> but I'll leave it here. Um, <laughs> um is, uh, let's see. Is there anything else I can think of? Um, the way Luke, the way Luke says the ancient. What about the ancient Jedi text? The sacred Jedi text. <laughs> the sacred Jedi text. That's it. <laughs> and then he just gets on a tree. Oh, what did you think about the best scene in the movie when Luke is milking the giant alien? Oh, I think I missed it this time around. I think I might have been looking away. I don't you, didn't, know. you didn't see it. You, yeah, didn't, you didn't. You didn't watch mo- Luke play with giant I alien like, titties. I do like the whole day in the life kind of thing. That specifically, yeah, it, green alien titties. Yeah, all the way. But, uh, <laughs> but no, I, I like the I, again the music of him just kind of like doing his daily routine. It sounds like prequel Jedi music. It's just him like just going around fishing. Like it's like yeah, I liked it. It's so good. Um, is there anything else? No, that is anything, it. That is the skinny on Star Wars The Last Jedi. This was just us gushing over The Last Jedi for an hour, wasn't it? Yeah, and I'm surprised we kept it under an hour. Good work. It's not like it's not, it's not like you're on a schedule or anything. No, no I'm, po- I'm double podcast. I took the day off and I'm gonna record two podcasts today. It's a good day. I watched the whole Star Wars movie, and I'm I watched two Star Wars, Star Wars movies. Man, what is this? Is like a Star Wars holiday from here on I out? Was... I declare December fifteenth. Oh wait, no, that's not today, is it? Yeah, December fifteenth, yes. Star Wars day number two. Yes, because May the fourth is Star Wars day. So this yeah, is Star Wars day. I know. Thank you for listening to the Star Wars Skinny. You can find me on most social media at Star Wars Skinny. You can send me an email at thestarwarsskinny at gmail.com. Um, I'm on other things. TikTok at McCool 35 Oculus, same username. And uh, recently started playing Clash of Clans again, just like I did back in middle school and high school. So um, maybe that was just high school, actually. I don't want to date myself too much. Uh, the game has been out for a long time, though, and I'm getting back into it at Llama Juicer 35. Uh, so again, thank you so much for listening. Uh, as we get closer to the end of the year here, we'll have uh, a special episode on Christmas. And then I think there'll be some sort of New Year's thing where I'll kind of look back on all the Star Wars things that brought me joy in 2022. So I hope you join me for that. Thanks. Stay skinny. <laughs>